Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Publicly and privately, the vibe is the same. And that is that no longer does it feel like the Packers are simply going to kiss the ring of Aaron Rodgers and say, we need you back, we got to have you back. It, it is no longer that tone. It is, if you want to be a part of this organization, you need to call us, you need to commit, you need to show us that that is going to be the case. Jeff Darlington reporting on the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. How do I want to put this? I've talked about this a lot. Like, I don't know that another team would really want to sign up for him. Sure, under special circumstances, maybe. Sure, you know, what's... Let's cut into the salary if there's a way to do that. Uh, I don't want to give up a good draft pick. You have to trade for Aaron Rodgers. You know, I don't want to deal with, you might have to, I don't want to deal with just like, I don't know, distractions, I guess, under that header. It's like, it's a, it's a lot. And he's 39. And he was good, maybe. He wasn't great. Like, I don't know where I'm at really with Rodgers. If Green Bay wants to move on, they can't cut him. Because the the cap penalty is even just too penal for that. They can't cut him. They can just bench him unless they can find a trade partner, and I'm not sure that's a given. Like the Raiders. People say the Raiders. Devontae Adams is there. You know, like, it's Vegas. There's reasons to think the Raiders make sense. And maybe they will be where he's going. Or New York. You know, big market, big acquisition, to say the least. But I don't love that for the Raiders. I like it more for the Jets if they can't get Carr because they haven't had a veteran that can really play in a while. But for the Raiders, like I like the idea of a rookie for the Raiders. They draft in the top 10. Maybe they draft 7th. And there are quarterbacks. There probably will be a quarterback available to them there that might be really good. I think I like that more. I mean, they do have veterans like Adams and Waller and guys that you might feel like you want to put a veteran in there for the rest of the roster right now. But for the organization, geez, it seems like... Trading for him could really set you back. You got to win right away, and maybe you will. If you do, then you know, then you you were successful. Like that's that's what you're going for. Obviously, if you trade for him, but I don't know. I'm just not assuming that a trade is out there for Green Bay with how fifty nine and a half million guaranteed for this year. Like you'd have to be pretty desperate. Some teams are though. That's the the good news for the Packers and for Rodgers. 803-0550, talking a lot of running backs today. We'll have Mike Renner on and Chris Trapasso later with the draft in mind. Paul Hamilton in between our other guests talking about the Sabres. There's some news with them. Injuries now. I mean, they've had a very healthy and lucky year in that area. Now they're feeling it with Tuck out, Darlene Hurt. They do have the new player, Stillman, who did some media today. We'll uh, get caught up here with Paul. The Sabres off to Boston for a game tomorrow night there. Let's go to Chris next. Hi, Chris. Hey, Mike. How are you? Good. Thank you. 
Good. I was just following up on the, the conversation you and Sal were having regarding the running backs and stuff. And part of me wonders more if it's not the running back, more that the Bills are designed to pass the ball. So their offensive linemen are not what you would need to run the football often. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, I don't know if that, you know, I don't know if what your opinion is there, but that that's kind of where I'm at is, is it's, we could put a different running back in there, but I kind of feel like, we might just end up getting the same thing. So unless we're bringing in a running back that's going to get us an extra two yards of carry on the 15 times we're going to give him the ball, that would be great. But I don't see that happening. So um, I'm going to let you yeah. opine on that, and I'll uh, hang up. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Yeah, that that is the bottom line here. That is the whole essence of the running back conversation is that it really – the running back's success is really about the other the other things going on around him as opposed to the other way around, where the running back determines who the running back is. The quality of the player determines whether they're going to have success on the ground, just generally. So that leads me to, and has for a long time, really don't need to invest that much in the player, but if I want to do the rest of it, I want to do it well, I can get there through other means, I think, so... That's just really why I think the first round pick, the big contract, these are just like glaringly bad ideas for NFL teams. Especially a team like this, and I think maybe Chris said this, that is so successful passing the ball, why make a big adjustment in that area? So who who will it be to go with Cook? Could be a lot of different people, but it really shouldn't be a big name, I think. Matt is next. Hi, Matt. Hey, how you doing? Okay, good. So, you know, I mean, obviously, you're asking me who what running back out of this draft I'd want. It's B. John Robinson at 27. No doubt. I mean, I know that, uh, you know, you don't want to do that in the first round. It's just, it's, at the end of the first round, to get, like, his caliber of player is incredible. But anyway, like, look at the Chiefs this year with Pacheco and McKinnon. Running backs don't matter in this league anymore. What matters is offensive play calling and scheme. Now, scheme is, you know, play calling you know certain plays but you have to fit your scheme around the players you have and the Bengals game looked terrible like you can't have Josh dropping back for four or five seconds not finding anybody like we don't have those type of players to get open I'll say this Zay Flowers at a Boston College just mm-hmm. wide receiver mm-hmm. love him okay yeah. Dorsey I know it was his first year calling plays and that sounds awful to me because I want to win a bowl but He's got to. He's got to do something different. Like run some zone reads with these running backs, just like the Chiefs. It's not. You got to mix it up with the players you have. And I know it's difficult, but I mean, if the Chiefs can do it with those guys and Kelsey, like we can too. Yeah, I love how you're talking here, Matt. By the way, while I have you, do you have? Are you far in? Enough? It sounds like you might be. I mean, you know names here. Um, in terms of Robinson, what's your guess as to where he goes in this landscape? Where. He is. He is a tough runner. I don't know if you've seen last year. He was on ESPN. He had a really bad head injury. He got flipped, and he landed, like, on top of his head, and it looked bad. And I thought he was going to be out a while, and he he bounced right back, and I think he ripped off, like, 200-something the next week. He is very good. And at 27, if they grabbed him to team with Cook, great. That's perfect. Great. That's fine. We can get receivers anywhere. Um, What are the top three receivers in the draft? Addison. 
Smith and Jigba, maybe Flowers. Yeah. My my last guest on Monday, Brett Coleman, or Tuesday last week that I talked to about this said for him there are only two surefire first rounders, and he said Addison and Flowers. Even so, like I, the thing that makes me angry too is like we just gave Knox that contract. Like he yeah. needs to start earning that for one. Well, they have and, to they have to throw it to him, right? Like oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know, yeah, of course. But if you can't get open with the scheme, it's that's just, right. Which is why I wouldn't have signed him. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's I mean, right. look at look at these tight ends in this draft this year. There's like I know really good ones. So, do you have and, what? What do you think happens to Robinson? Like, I, is, I think I think he goes in the first because teams know he's that good. I do too. Um, I do too. But like top half, I everyone's going to be watching that. Um, it's honestly like we could we could do it. Like if, let, let's say we grab him and we want to move up. Let's say we trade Ed Oliver to move up in the second or the end of the first, and someone takes his ten million dollar cap hit. Why not? I just I know I know we're thin at that position, but like if you if you got a guy you like or if you want to stack the offense more, just deal with it this year because we got to get some weapons. And if the weapons don't work, then it's Dorsey. I, me personally, I think it's Dorsey. Yeah. He's got to he's got to work with what he has right now. What we got is Diggs and Allen, and Cook Cook is amazing. I love Cook, and they need to use him more. But, yeah, yeah, there's a lot to be done with this team on both sides for sure. There is. Hey, Matt, thanks a lot. Wide receiver, I mean, that's more, certainly more where my desires lie for what the Bills do with, like, say, the first-round pick. Interesting conversation. Like, this this caller and I have sort of a, lot, a, a few principles, if you will, that are the same. And then some that are very much not. Like, I am not trading up for Bijan Robinson while accepting and granting anyone who wants to say it his, uh, his excellence as a prospect. Somebody else can, can have that. Like, that is the trap. That is the exact trap that's out there is this idea that, well, what, look, we love him, though. Like, we'll make an exception for him. And I don't think you should ever do that. I guess maybe not with quarterbacks, say never, but just that that is the trap. I went off on this late yesterday. Just do not think you know who's going to be good in the league. Injuries are a part of the formula, the equation when it comes to these running backs or any player, but especially running back. Like Barkley, looking back on Barkley, two ways to do it. Saquon Barkley, this is the Allen draft. He was picked second by the Giants. Sam Darnold was picked third by the Jets. So what is the right first thing to look at when evaluating the Barkley pick? This is a a question I don't think I can answer. What is the right first thing to look at? What's the most important thing when you look at that draft pick and want to find out if it was good or not? Is it how good the player is? Because Saquon Barkley is great, and he's been great his whole career. Of course, he missed, what, two long stretches, at least, with injuries. ACL tear that he he got hurt in Chicago early one season. He had the game in Dallas where he got a bad pass and he stepped wrong on a guy's foot, ankle, done. And that's that's running backs. So what's the the right first thing to look at? Is it games played? If you're talking about whether he's good or not, Saquon Barkley is good. Somewhere in here has to be how many games they've won. And that's fine, and that's important. It might be most important. I, I'll throw it in all the time talking about Barkley or, or Christian McCaffrey or whoever you want. 
at running back. Great, fine. How many games are they? J- Josh Jacobs this year was maybe the best running back in the league. How many games did they win at the Raiders? It just seems like it's almost always the case. The caller mentions Kansas City. Guys in and out. Seventh round pick, Pacheco. I mean, just McKinnon, kind of a replacement level journeyman type. It's just It goes on and on and on. But the reason why you can't stop there is, okay, smart guy, tell me what they should have done instead. Here are the Giants at the number two pick in that draft. Tell me what they should have done instead. In that case, I mean, it's pretty easy. You say Darnold, or if you want to just get cute with it, you say Allen, like you could have picked Allen there. And so that's the answer. But, you know, not not every team was going to want to do that. And the the Giants were close enough to needing a new quarterback, though, where it probably was right. I'm not, it's not a point about them. It's just a point about how do you measure the quality of the pick or the, the, the how do you grade it? And you want to include the team's success. And part of the running back argument, much of it is founded on that. Where I have the best running back in the NFL, and so what? Whether that's Barkley or McCaffrey or Jacobs or the LaShawn McCoy Bills. Like, it just seems like that's what where you can end up you can have the best player at any position and lose almost except for quarterback like that that can, that can really tie you up though because you got to pick somebody and we can we can talk about how running backs don't matter we can talk about how offensive guard doesn't matter we can talk about how defense doesn't matter we wouldn't pick the best kicker in the country at 2 overall just because he's the best kicker because we don't think we're getting enough added value out of that versus other positions so that that's how it's changed. It's just, you know, it's a a conversation that just goes on and on and on and on, which is good for me and good for us. And you know, because you can just keep having it. But you can't just always pick quarterbacks only, I think. You know, the Bills are not at a, p- a point in time where they'd be picking quarterbacks. So last year's draft, the James Cook pick, what are they supposed to do? Cuz you just don't have many needs if you're that team. Anyway, it's fun. I used to sort of fight against the draft. I don't anymore. I love talking about it, and um, hope you do too. All right. Mike Renner, Paul Hamilton, Chris Trapasso, all still to come today. Bulldog is off this week. Actually, he's off on Monday also. He'll be back on Tuesday of next week. I mean, it's March now. Where is that guy? We'll get him next week. Thanks for being with me, Mike Shope, 803-0550 for your calls here on WGR. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.